1: Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Clubs are being asked to submit their views On what looks like a final reconstruction effort Celtic and Ross County are the first two Premiership clubs back in training today And Lewis Ferguson wins the SFWA Young Player of the Year Award I'm Andrew McLean Joining me in the studio tonight is Gordon DL Yes,
2: good evening Andrew Um, Years ago as a football player Going back to pre-season I used to dread the first day (laughs) I'm sure the teams of Celtic and Ross County The players that went back Today, and obviously more teams are going back Monday and next week uh, We'd be delighted to get the opportunity Yes, it'll be completely different, we know that uh, A lot of restrictions put in to, you know, turning up And, you know, uh, training in small groups But I think the biggest problem will not be the running It'll not be the weights. I think it'll be the fact that players have to take their own gear home and wash it. So uh, I think the kit men will be very, very worried tonight.
1: No chance. You'd have been washing your own stuff.
2: Absolutely not. I don't know how to wash. Uh, what the washing machine? Never mind. Put my stuff in there. So, but it's great to know that you know players are back. They're staggering the training. I think that. um You know, there's a training session in the morning, there's one at lunchtime and then the afternoon. Just They're going through all the rules and regulations, uh, quite rightly so. I had a a little glimpse of Ross County's pre-season first day. uh, Very structured, looked very, very good indeed. So it's just a case of building it up and hopefully getting the green light as time goes on to get a bit of contact, get more players in there. But I'm sure every player that trained today uh, will be feeling good tonight.
1: And we'll be hearing from a player who was back at training today after the coronavirus shutdown. That'll be in the second part, so make sure to stay tuned. And we want to hear from you as well, 01419511025, if you want to get involved on the phones, or you can send us a tweet at Clyde SSB. I think there's probably only one place to start, Gordon DL. Your favourite subject over the past couple of months, reconstruction, has reared its head again. It's not really gone away, but this time it looks as if this could be the, the final effort, really. And if this doesn't happen... Then it looks as if, you know, it'll be in as my, normal.
2: Yeah, in my opinion, it's got to be. Uh, time's dragging on. We've had every proposal going. Uh, the new one, obviously, is 14, 10, 10, and 10. And, you know, and I think that the clubs will start to look at this. I think it's something they'll be interested in. Uh, we'll know by Monday, and then if we get the green light, uh, clubs are interested in it, then it'll go to the vote and try and get it through. But I think we've got to get closure on it. Because it keeps uh, popping its head up It's not going away So I think we've got to get closure In what structure Scottish football is going to start the season with
1: Well as you said This proposal is a 14-10-10-10 That's been put forward Some quotes from Neil Doncaster Today he says We've been consulting with our clubs regarding possible reconstruction in recent weeks And asked all 42 clubs to give their views Now that 41 of the 42 clubs have responded It's clear that there is enough support for a permanent structure to merit a second consultation stage and we have written to clubs asking for an an, an indicative vote easy for me to say on whether that is something they would vote in favour of if it was included in a detailed formal resolution Doncaster went on to say it's important to underline that this is not a binding vote and it's intended only to steer the board on whether to put forward a formal resolution on voting or not so basically what's got us to this point is over the weekend a couple of ideas were being looked at. One of them was the latest Hearts proposal, one of them was the latest Rangers proposal, which was to do with you know having B teams. It was a 14, 14, 18 proposal. They'd been considered, but after being floated to clubs, it became clear that they weren't going to get the backing that they wanted. And
2: for it, me, for me, Andrew, this is one that's got the best possible chance of going through because the 14 teams in the top league. It's not for two years Where two years time You've got to start Worry about the relegation
1: Yeah I think that's a big thing The fact that this is Massive permanent Rather than temporary Yeah uh,
2: A lot of people Will be happy with it And I think a lot of clubs Will be happy with it It would mean that Obviously Dundee United And Inverness Would make up the 14 um, And then obviously Down the lower leagues Broader Rangers And Kelty Would join the, the Bottom division And I think it's It's one of Those things That I think Could go through I think the club's because it's permanent, and there's fourteen teams in there, a little bit quality. I was always saying that for for the last few years now, I think our product's very good. I liked to twelve. I didn't want to have it changed. I said at the end of the see when the season was called that, you know, Hearts have got to take their punishment. I totally understand their frustrations and their anger towards it because the season hadn't finished. But you had champions. You had champions picking up, obviously. Uh, European League, uh, Champions League uh, places, you had the prize money, so you had to have people at the bottom, but when I've been thinking about it now, if it's going to go to 14, then yeah, it's a positive that Hearts stay in, because they're one of our biggest clubs, they've got a terrific stadium, and the argument is here from supporters, about how many games they've won, four games, they've been absolutely woeful this season, I totally agree with all that, we're different season now we're kicking into a different season is it not better to have the top teams there because I think supporters like going well when supporters get back in the ground like going to Tynecastle. players like going to Tynecastle. it's a very difficult place at times to go to I just think that it could be a positive I think that you know the teams in the Premier League top uh, top league will look at this and think yeah this could be positive
1: well, we want to hear from you at home 0141951 one o two five. two five you are talking about Hearts there and I think that sometimes something that gets lost in amongst all this people are so focused on Hearts and saying oh well this is all to do with Hearts and mm. keeping them in the Premiership and not having them in the Part-tick Championship there's Partick Thistle there's yeah. Strenra you'll get Partick Thistle's situation we've talked about it a lot they were sat bottom of the Championship they were two points at the bottom of the table but had a game in hand and as I said when these ideas were being floated over the weekend and the SPFL had sort of canvassed clubs on ideas the Hearts proposal And the Rangers proposal They weren't ones That were going to go through But they realised That there is still An appetite for change And there are clubs Out there That you know They do feel that The likes of Hearts And Partick Thistle And Strenoir Have been you know Badly done by Because of these circumstances
2: I certainly think Partick Thistle Have got a case uh, It wasn't their fault That they were in Cup duty And had to miss One of their games And that's a game That probably You know If they won They could have saved them So I think it's a win-win situation As I said, I was all for If the season had finished in the right way I was all for the 12 I think the 12 was good I liked the split I liked the uh, competition But some fans have been on this uh, phone and Saying that they want something different Some players have come out And raised their voices and said Look, we want something different as well So the 14 gives them something different Two teams added in there. It would probably be, after playing each other twice, it would be a six and an eight split. And I like the split, so I'm glad we're keeping that. Uh, So it could be a positive. But once again, the big question mark for a lot of supporters is, you know, it's back to hearts. It's all surrounding hearts. Is it to save hearts? Well, I think now, looking at the bigger picture, looking at what we've been through in football, what we're trying to get to, I just think that we've got to keep our big teams in the the league.
1: Yeah, so the situation we're at at the moment is that the SPFL are looking basically for the opinions of clubs. They want them in by, I think it's 10 o'clock on Monday morning. And at that point, they can then turn around. And if they think, you know, what clubs are actually interested in this, they can put a formal proposal forward. And then at that point, a vote can take place. And from then on, uh, we'll see what happens, but at the moment it's just at the very sort of preliminary stage. So we'll get to the phones. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Ian is a Rangers fan in Blantyre. Ian, what's your point tonight? Uh,
0: I'm just wanting to talk about the point about the about the new proposal that's the so called proposal that's going to be proposed Monday. Yes. Uh, I'm quite happy. I'm quite happy the way the fourteen fourteen won, and then because everybody will be happy, and that means Broadway Rangers can get up for
2: the for the lower leagues and so forth so on and so forth. So uh-huh. I think I think there'd be a lot of a lot of winners out there, right? We concentrate in I ha- 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 yeah, hearts partakings from that. Right. We're concentrating that. Everybody'll have different opinions. Bora Rangers and Kelty. They're massive winners because Celtic. because they're not guaranteed to come up into the Scottish leagues. Because they had to play against each other And then probably play against Mark Wilson's Breakin Whoever was the winner So that's a positive for them For the lower clubs to get up into the the lower division in Scotland So I just think It is a win-win situation And I do believe this time That clubs will vote for this
0: Yeah, I agree with you, Gordon
1: that's, and the agree with. That's the thing, Ian. When you when you look at it, the the SPFL yes. seem to say from the the quotes today that from going out and speaking to the clubs and certainly the SPFL's view that this probably seems like the the fairest way that reconstruction can go through. Is is that it in your mind? do You feel that the likes of you know Hearts, Partick Thistle, and, and Stranraer have been hard yeah, done really by?
0: I'm feeling I feel for those three teams, Hearts, Partick Thistle, and Stranraer, because I quite like Partick Thistle myself, and I felt quite like them. They're, Good we, a good V team. So, but as you know, my my team's Rangers and my team's Rangers. So, but but that would be great if that if that did happen,
1: uh, Andrew. Is that Andrew I'm talking to? Yes, uh-huh. you, you know, I'm actually quite Andrew. interested from a from a fan's perspective. As a Rangers fan, you know, you're used to having 12 teams in the Premiership. Yes. What, what, what uh-huh. does that expanded Premiership do for you? Do you think that maybe gives you a bit more variety in the teams that you'll get to go well, maybe more away it
0: grounds? Enables, it It does enough, but it enables the you know the two the Highland League team and the Lowland League team mm-hmm. to get up. That that would that would be good. But but the question I ask is how how do they two do they two just come up together without playing off? Yes. Uh, and talking about broaden, oh well, that'd be good. Yeah, I've, be I've, good.
2: A, I've been to uh, places like um, Kelty, for instance, this uh-huh. season. I went up to watch them just to get a, a feel of what's going on in the Lowland Leagues. East Coast another mm-hmm. one spending a lot of money uh, and doing uh, great I don't work feel up there. That's yeah, you look, at, you look at the manager and assistant manager that they brought in at East Kilbride as well Barry Ferguson, manager at Kelty They, they put a lot of money into it they're, You know, they're really trying to add something to the Scottish Leagues They're desperate to get in They will bring something to it, of course they will But I think everybody just now, because of the situation we're all focusing on the top league, Andrew and I, and I think rightly so
1: yeah, and just going back to, to League Two, I think there's a, a sort of feeling amongst Highland and Lowland League clubs that the you know that the pyramid system isn't you know it doesn't favour them because the team at the bottom of League Two has to play in a playoff to get relegated, basically.
2: Yeah. Come on Andrew
1: <laughs> Come
2: on It favours them this season It's a mushroom's breaking <laughs> I could pick a team out of here to beat them
1: <laughs> I don't know about that Not if I'm playing anyway But um, yeah it's, it's a case of It'll be interesting to see Because we, we don't know The the finer details yet That'll come out And you know if, if there is a, a sort of flavour for it And people do want this to go through We'll find out the finer details And that comes down to The split, promotions, relegations mm. So you know People could be in favour of it at this point, where they think, "Oh, 14-10-10-10 works for me." But then, for example, you know, the SPFL could put the the final proposal forward, and all of a sudden, you know, for example, there could be two automatic relegations from the Premiership, which some teams that sit at the bottom of the Premiership might think, "You know what? Hold on, that actually gives us a a worse chance here." Yeah,
2: no, I think. <clears throat> sorry, I think they've got to keep it the same. Just add the, the 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 two teams, make it the fourteen. As I say about the split, six and eight works perfectly Um, I think it works in if you play each other twice something round about 36 games Um, I think that you know just listening over a summer here and the supporters that have been on I think they're looking for something different me personally I liked the 12 I thought it was terrific Uh, the players have said that they would fancy something different and I understand that because if you look at Dundee United coming up I think they'll be a big asset to the top league because They'll spend money. Uh, Inverness, I'm not too sure about, but they deserve to be there. Uh, And if you keep Hearts there, surely they can't have the season they've just had. Um, So I just think it'll be really, you know, a very exciting league. And because it's not a case of, well, in two years' time, everybody's starting to worry because we're going to put it back to twelve. I think the clubs that we always talk about, no disrespect, the St Mirrens, the Hamilton's, the St Johnston's, I think they'll all look at this and I think they'll find this exciting.
1: Keep those calls coming. Thank you to Ian in Blantyre, 01419511025. Jim is a Celtic fan in Sulco. What's up next, Jim.
2: Evening, guys. How you doing?
1: Hi, Jim.
3: How you doing? Listen, I've just been listening to yourself here, Gordon, and we're about speak about Luke Reconstruction and how you're in favour of it. Mm-hmm. I listened to Hugh Keevens for the last two or three weeks, and up until the last time he was on, his opinion was completely different. Mm-hmm. We've got a 12 team league, it's got a split. Sky's just invested a record amount of money in Scottish football products. Absolutely brilliant. The only problem we've got here is hearts. Mm-hmm. If this was a Hamilton or a Livingston or anybody else that was bought in the league when this coronavirus got uh, the league called, There'd be no screams for Lee Reconstruction. There was no appetite for it at all. Absolutely no appetite for it. And now we're going to try and force Lee Reconstruction in in six weeks. Well, it might be good, it might be good. We'll put it to the vote. We'll we'll, we'll finite the details. If it was for next season, I could understand finiting the details. But how are we going to start on the 1st of August? We don't even know
2: how many teams are in the league. Yeah, that's why I said we have to bring an end to this, Jim. I look. I'm yeah, going to put. up
3: before it be even started. Yeah, I'm going, to
2: put, well, my, I'm just going just to put my. I'm going to put my hand up. I was, yeah, I was in uh, Hugh Evans's camp um, when it all finished. I, I As I keep saying, I like the twelve. I thought it was good. I go to the games. I thought there was a lot of good, exciting games. I like the split. I just think because of the circumstances, um, I've changed my mind on this. If it's if it would have been a case of, right, we're trying this out for two years, I would have said, no, I don't think the clubs should go for that. I think it's a wrong uh, decision. But I think clubs will look at it. But remember one thing, Jim, right? We have our opinions on this. It's up to the clubs to vote.
4: Well, well, you well, know,
2: they decide, not us. No. We, we can only have our opinions on it. And I'm saying that's that, it. you know, I think that like every other supporter, everybody that's watched football... You go down a path and sometimes you sit and you think And you change your mind on a decision When I look at this now I think it's good for the fact that Yeah, Hearts, they're the main talking point Of course they are But they're one of our biggest clubs And if the clubs decide to go with it I'm happy with the 14-10, 10-10 and and that, nice. Do
1: you want to come back in, Jim? Are you there, Jim? Alright, sorry
3: do you want to come back in? No, I, I, I get it, but I'll go back to my other point. It's, it's only worth talking about and worth looking at because of the circumstances. And the circumstances, as I see it as, hearts have went down. And Anne Budge, for her a, for a, for a talking point, even the Hearts board have censored her. She has done nothing but trying to ruin Scottish football since this crisis has come out. I don't think they're due any favours whatsoever. They're relegated. End of story. Back to twelve 12th this season. I hope Celtic is the one club I haven't given an opinion on this yet. They were all for it when it was the Colts. Again, acting in self interest. I was disappointed with that this one club. But I hope they're the one club that's no given an opinion on this yet because it's I don't think it's a goal by any strictly. Jim,
2: Jim, I've got to say I think Anne Budge has got to take a lot of blame for the Hearts situation. As much as she's been very good for Hearts, the the loyalty shown to people like Craig Levine and, and you know a few others in the club. I think she got that totally wrong. But you cannot fault Anne Budge for fighting her corner for her club. Because if you're a supporter of Hearts, you're looking to your leader to say, you have to fight for us here. It's the same with any other club. So I'm not going against her for that.
1: She's entitled to do that. That's basically her job. Could you imagine the outcry from Hearts fans if Ann Budge yeah, yeah, didn't well, step up? Yeah, and exactly.
2: Do it. Exactly. So she's trying to. You know, come out with the statements of uh, we're saving jobs and losing three million and and whatever it may be. She's trying to put up a case to save her club, and you can, you can't, you can't criticise her for that because every person that owns a football club in that Premier League, if and Jim's right, if it had been Hamilton Aikies, I would have been disappointed if people at Hamilton Aikies never fought for their club to stay in the league.
1: Well, thank you to Jim in Salkoats, 0141 951 1025. And you could be coming on after the travel with Stephen. Super Scoreboard.
5: With Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Tackling compensation claims for more than 40 years. Talk to Thompson's dot
1: com. Gordon DL here with me, Andrew McLean, in the second part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We'll get back to the phones because Kenny is a Hearts fan in Airdrie. Kenny, what's your point tonight?
5: Good evening guys Hi Gordon Long time no speaking <laughs> Yeah Kenny How's things? Ah, they're not too bad mate All safe and well uh, Good good No I just I just thought to myself there, Jim for Salt Coast What's what's, uh, what's burst his bubble You know you, we've, we've said it since the Lockdown started uh, relegate hearts relegate hearts get hearts You know And and Gordon I totally 100% agree with you And Budge is going to Defend our, our corner yeah, I just hope she gets it right with, with Levine and McPhee Finally being away You know what I mean And I think it's just been a whole messy season for the new stand, to the managers that have come into Hearts, the injuries that have happened. But for people to be sort of gloating and praying for Hearts to to go down, there was still twenty four points to play for.
2: Yeah, I, I think that's it. I think that's the point, Kenny. If they it, it got to the end of the season and Hearts were sitting bottom of the league, and then all of a sudden reconstruction was getting branded about, I would have been on this phone and saying. They have to get relegated Get them down And even at the beginning I was thinking Right If there's going to be winners There's got to be prize money Given out At the top And you know All throughout the leagues Then there have got to be relegation But things are so different And you look at training today For teams like Celtic and Rose County They're turning up They're sitting in the car parts They're getting tested We've got a completely Different situation To football just now And I just think that Hearts are a big big club and I just think that they'll make the league better. I think Anne Budge, as I said, Ken, I don't know if you agree, she's got a lot you know, she's she has got to take a blame for a lot of things. She did stick by Levine too too long. She listened to a lot of bad advice. I think even no disrespect, the current manager have got, I don't know how she plucked him out there, where that came from. So yes, yeah, she's fighting for her club, and as you you as a heart supporter you would be really disappointed if she wasn't.
5: Oh, 100%, 100% Gordon. I mean, for, for the day, you know, we, we took it right when, when administration happened and we, we we went back to youth and we did well. Uh, we came back up and just things have went wrong, you know, and I think Cathro came in and got slated. Um, Anne Budge is a fan. She's like me, Gordon. She's a fan. She's like you with Motherwell. We're, we're fans, you know, but... None of us really know how to run a football club without the the, the correct staff underneath you. The correct well, manager. I, I
2: do kind of run many of them. <laughs> so I'll correct you there,
5: mate. No, no, but you you came up with what I'm saying, Gordon. I mean, God, I, I was fitting the double glazed windows when you used to take the lads for the Rovers You know, we worked in a beast, uh, nice houses at the back of where you used to train with the I don't know what the park's called, but. Staff uh, Park. No, the park you used to train the the, the guys at.
2: Oh, yeah, I um, I can't remember, Ken. It was that long well, I was ago.
5: I the trees and all that. Me and my brother used to sit having my breaks watching you straining and he was like, I wish I could do that. You know, you know, I've lost the real football thing. You know, everybody's more interested in, you know, does it not get boring when you win nine in a row and nine in a row and you win everything? What about the rest of us? just just wouldn't, wouldn't you mind winning
2: one. Okay, uh, yeah, exactly. I think everybody wants to win one. But let me say that uh, there's no Celtic fan out there would ever get bored with winning nine in a row. Um, it's just the fact of that. No Celtic player would get bored of winning treble after treble after treble. So it's just a case of, um, you know, Hearts have got to find a way next season, Kenny, whether they stay in the league. I think they've got a good opportunity now with this reconstruction uh, with the 14-10, 10-10 permanent not a case of two seasons. I think clubs will look at that and uh, because of the circumstances and only because of the circumstances and I'm saying it live on air, I'm changing my mind. I would be quite happy if Hearts stayed in the league.
1: Well, thank you to Kenny and Airdrie, 01419511025. If you want to get involved, Davey is a Celtic fan in Crawford. Davey, what's your thoughts?
4: Hi. What happens on Monday if the clubs agree for 14 league So And they, they go to Sky And Sky goes No We we made a deal for 12
1: Well It's interesting Gordon Because The thing is that Obviously This is still in the initial stages On mm. Monday If it If it's found that there is an appetite for it They'll then It'll need to go to an EGM Clubs will need to properly vote on it The The intricacies of it will be Decided on Then But because this is being put forward by The SPFL Who are obviously Working very closely with Sky Because Sky Mm -hmm. put a lot of money into the game I'd be very surprised if the SPFL haven't already consulted Sky on this Before putting this idea out there
2: Surprised? I would be amazed Mm -hmm. um, If uh, Neil Doncaster and the board haven't sat down and spoken to Sky I think it would suit Sky And the reason being that obviously the big attraction in Scotland for Sky uh, To put so much money in is the big two Obviously Celtic and Rangers games but they would also have the opportunity there of the Edinburgh Derby, which creates a lot of excitement in Edinburgh. Of course it does. And you just look at some of the crowds that they get there at Tyne Castle and Easter Road. OK, because of the situation, we'll not have crowds, but it's still the fact that depending on how Sky worked this with season tickets, people will want to pay to watch it. Of course they will hearts and have supporters. So I think they would probably suit Sky, because as much as you would say, right, OK, It's going to split to maybe six and an eight So you're not guaranteed people go Well you're not guaranteed your four Celtic Rangers Rangers Celtic games Well if Rangers and Celtic aren't one and two uh, When the split goes in Everybody will be amazed
1: Yeah because basically the the way it would work It it seems to be that it would be a 14 team top tier It would be a top six and a bottom eight Mm -hmm. Everyone would play each other Twice and then it would go into a split. The top six would play each other again twice, the bottom eight would play each other again twice. We know that the old firm games are the big attractions. That Mm. is one of the big reasons Sky pays the money. If Celtic Rangers finish in the top six, they're getting their four old firm games a
2: season. Let's put it, I'd need a miracle for Celtic Rangers not to finish in the top six. So that would suit Sky down to a T. Um, As I say, I think they would maybe get Hibs and Hearts games as well. I think that, obviously, the I don't think Neil Doncaster would come out proposing this, Andrew, if he hasn't sat down with Sky and said, this is a road we're going to try and get down. What's mm-hmm. your thought? They must have got the green light for us.
4: What, what, what I'm saying is, what happens if they agree and Sky say no?
1: Well, well what we're saying, David, is that you would think at this point, because the SPFL are the ones putting it forward, You'd think they have they would have already have consulted Sky about it because well,
4: the way they've run everything else since the lockdown, you <laughs> know, I wouldn't hold my breath or put any money
2: on it. No, I would. I would really think that as uh, guaranteed that they've had the discussions with Sky uh, because there's absolutely no chance that they would risk losing the deal with Sky. It's far, far too much money. So they've obviously had. Conversation. I think Sky's given them the green light to go ahead And it's up to the clubs I don't think the proposals of 16 and 18 top league I don't think Sky would have been you know, too excited by that But I just think the fact that they're guaranteed They're big games That's all they're really interested in Then I think they'll be happy
1: with that Davy, in terms of the 14-10-10-10 Is that something you're in favour of? Would you rather things just stayed the way they were?
4: Probably just the way they, they are But You know I don't think the Sky will be licking their lips Having to go up to Inverness You know They've it's, it's already got Ross County It's bad enough When you've got a crowd But to go up to Ross County And now Inverness If this goes through
0: They're an empty
2: stadium You
4: know you
2: know, they're not going to be looking at their lips at that, saying this is going to be great. Yeah, but, but, look- if, but if Inverness, say you're talking about Sky, Sky will only go to Inverness if Inverness are playing like sort of Celtic or Rangers. Yeah, I know, so so, so yeah. I, I, uh, you've got enough yeah. Celtic and Rangers fans that are going to be interested in, in those games. So I don't think Sky's looking at this and thinking, hold on a minute, we might. Back out of this Because Inverness Is one of the teams That's going to be In the 14 And Ross County's there So we have to make The journey up there I think that Neil Doncaster And SPFL Have already got The green light To go ahead And if it goes through I think Sky Will be perfectly Happy with it
1: You got a final point Davey? No no, that would do Right Thank you very much To Davey In Crawford 0141 951 1025 if you want to get involved as well, a couple of other things I wanted to touch on with this reconstruction. Something I've heard a few people mention is the fact that it's going, it would go to a 14-team top tier. They would need to redistribute the prize money. That is is a given. Um, and a lot of people I've seen say on Twitter, you know, why would Premiership clubs vote for this if they're getting a a smaller share of the prize money if it's having to be split between you know 14 clubs instead of 12. In the initial sort of paper that was sent out by the SPFL, it's quite interesting to read because they they do reference that and they say that the the Premiership champions, at the moment, their share of the prize money is 13.4% across Mm. the whole SPFL. 42 clubs is 13.4%. It wouldn't even drop below 13%. So it would drop, but it's by a small amount. And the further you go down the leagues basically the drops in percentage get even smaller to the point where in League 1 and League 2 it will be barely noticeable so that doesn't really seem as if it's going to be a stumbling block
2: Yeah and I think uh, the clubs will take that into account Um, they'll look at the drop um, in prize money but they'll also, I think clubs will look at the fact that they'll be more competitive as a league as permanent as a league and obviously I think they'll think well, through fairness of the league not finishing and as Kenny the Jambo said there are 24 points still to play for I'll be quite honest with you it could have been 34 the way that they, they, they were playing I don't think they would have got out of it anyway um, but I think clubs will just look at that and think yeah s- small sacrifice but in all fairness I think we'll go with the
1: 14-10-10-10 01419511025 John as a Celtic fan in Knightswood John what's your point tonight?
4: I think the the fourteen ten 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 is a great option everyone's a winner there's Gordon, no there's no losers
1: Gordon i think I think that's why it seems to be the most favorable of all the the reconstructions because we saw with the likes of when it was splitting down into to three tiers and there was you know proposals about that that there was clubs that would have normally been in the you know, in, in League One that are then actually in the bottom tier. They weren't happy about that. You know, there was the Colts teams. This this one is as straightforward as they get. And it's actually been a surprise to me that this isn't something that it should came have been, about
2: earlier. Yeah, I think it should have been the first one out on the table. Uh, I think yeah. we've been round the houses here for weeks upon exactly. weeks. We've got fixture lists to, to get out. We've got planning to do, Andrew. And all we talk about is reconstruction and every proposal that comes up um, gets... You know, dismissed Why did someone not sit around the table And say, look, to be fair To every team Have a look at the percentage of the money That you're going to lose Because clubs will look at the prize money Of course they will, with the placings And say, permanent 14, 10, 10 and 10 And take a vote in it Because I think we would have been through by now I honestly think this will go through I think clubs, there'll be enough appetite For clubs to vote for us
1: I think a real sort of sticking point, I think the 14-10-10-10 had been floated beforehand, but this was when people were talking about temporary Temporary. reconstruction. And there just isn't an appetite for temporary reconstruction because in two, three, four years' time, whatever it is, there's going to be losers then instead Mm -hmm. of there being losers this coming season. Yeah,
2: and clubs will always look after themselves, and quite rightly so. Um, But this is completely different. And as, as I keep going back to, I just... I don't understand why it's taken so long to get to this I'm not saying it's going to go through Andrew Because we don't know We don't have a vote in it It's only our opinions I'll be up to the clubs But I just get the feeling that The clubs will look at this I think it's the best way forward for Scottish football And I think they'll get enough votes to get this through
4: I feel Kelty Hearts and Broader Rangers Have put a lot of effort in this year And it's all come to nothing you know? I think we need to in the league they enhance the bottom division and uh, Cove, Rangers, Cove Rangers have done brilliant since they've come in and they can go up I, I can't see a loser if they beat four, four, uh, the 14-10-10 everybody's a winner and as I say, and I think that's the oh, enhanced Scottish football
2: Yeah, I agree with, I agree with you uh, I don't know about Bora Rangers, I've not, I don't know a lot about them but I've certainly watched Celtic Kel- Hearts, the ambition to go and get someone like Barry Ferguson for the manager uh, Barry signed a lot of them um, what you would call experienced players
1: that have played as, at you know, a good level. Yeah, you've got guys like Nathan Austin who's yeah, played at Falkirk, Inverness. Yeah, good I think he's level scored the, about 40 or 50 goals last season.
2: They've got a terrific set-up there. Um, they've got money to invest into it. So I think that they would be a good addition as well. And um, I think League Two would welcome that. I think the, the perfect example, the caller just said it there, have a look at Cove Rangers. And uh, what they've achieved. So, competition's brilliant.
1: Well, thank you to John in Knightswood. After the travel with Stephen, we'll be hearing from a player who was back at training today.
0: Super Scoreboard.
5: With Thompson's personal injury solicitors, your comeback is on. Talk to Thompson's.com.
1: Gordon DL here with me, Andrew McLean, in the final part of tonight's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard. Today was quite a significant day in the return of football because. Clubs were allowed to return to training. The ban was lifted for premiership clubs. It allowed uh, them to to get back out in the training pitch. It's obviously not training as we know it. I think Celtic and Ross County were the only two sides that um, were out today. They still need to stick to social distancing rules, testing, temperature checks all come into play. It's completely non-contact at the start. But you can imagine that after so long off, the players would have been just... Buzzing to get back out there
2: That's what I said At the top of the show They'd be absolutely delighted Usually when you You turn up On your first day Everyone's talking About their holidays Where they've been What they've been up to But we all know What's been happening Uh, And it's staggered now In the fact that It's maybe So many in the morning Lunchtime And then later on Because of The restrictions But the fact of Just getting to The training ground I know that you've got To sit in the car And wait You can't get Into the changing rooms but you're still having a, a bit of a banter with the, some of your teammates that are there. Um, I think the players after, what is it, nearly 90 days or something without seeing each other and training next to each other, I think they'll just be delighted to get a touch of the ball be
6: back in training and
2: start looking forward to August the
1: 1st. Well, I caught up with Ross County midfielder Josh Mullen earlier on to see what his first day back was like.
6: Very different being there maybe half an hour early to get your temperature and stuff took. And then you need to wait in the car, obviously, on the pitch at a, a Pacific time. And then you're on your own training pitch as well. So uh, it is, it's it's very different, but it was just about being back and, and seeing the boys and getting back into the team. We're doing it in two groups just now. I was in the group at half ten this morning. We had to be there for five to ten to get our temperatures taken. Just before, I think it gives you like half an hour so you know roughly if anybody's having to, like showing symptoms, maybe to get tested and stuff. And then the pitches were broken down into eight pitches, of course, uh, your own individual pitch. But everybody was doing the same the same kind of drills, exercising stuff. But obviously it was just the pitches were two metres, et cetera, apart. Uh, that was the only difference. Obviously, it was, you weren't getting to open up the legs and that as much. It was just a lot of short, sharp stuff, but it was it was good to be back. Just getting up this morning and putting on your training gear, because obviously you've, you've now done it on for maybe 12, 13 weeks. So it was just a case of up, ready, in the car, away to training. Then after training, it was a case of cool down, back in the car and back up the road to get showered.
1: I liked that image earlier on. He was... Telling me that he'd actually Laid his training kit out The night before As if it was like The first day back at school
2: Yeah it'll be amazing Because players are used to Just turning up The kit man's got Every single thing you need Sitting there waiting for you You put it on You go, out You do your training You put it in the floor He takes it He washes it And it's ready fresh For your next day But players now have to take their own stuff home, get it washed. I'm sure they've got a few kits so that they just don't need to wash it tonight for tomorrow. But as I say, I would be really struggling in my my young footballing career because at that time, Andrew, washing machines and myself just didn't go.
1: It could be a bit of a struggle as well. I'm thinking, you know, you've had so many weeks off, you've not really kicked a ball properly in all that time. You've got your own specific zone to be in. You know, a ball gets fizzed into you, your touch is all over the place because you've not played in weeks, and all of a sudden you're standing in your zone, you don't even have a ball anymore.
2: Yeah, listen, in December after playing about fifteen, twenty games, <laughs> my touch was all over the place. Uh, the, the players will just be absolutely delighted to get up in the morning, get to their into their cars, get to the training ground. Wait to give in, you know, the green light to get into the, the pitch. Got on their own. I think um, the rules are something like two in each quarter. So you can have two in there. Uh, some teams like Ross County decided to do individually. Or what you can do is one of the players, if it's one in there, you can have a coach going in and helping. So it's just a case of getting used to it. used to it. But I think the, the great thing for players is getting back, communication, seeing some of your teammates knowing that there's light at the end of the tunnel, looking to train towards something, building it up. So I think the players will be delighted, especially ones that went back today. And there's a few clubs going back in Monday. So we're starting to see everything moving in the right direction.
1: You'd think maybe at, at this point, just because it's very early in pre-season and they're having to get their fitness up, that you know, having to be separated from each other won't be as big an issue because you know it'll probably be bigger on the likes of fitness and, and running and, and that type of thing. And once you know the rules start to hopefully relax in the next mm. few weeks and they can start to, you know, do more contact training, that'll fit in with you know getting closer well, to the start of the well, season. Well the
2: fitness is simple because it's all sports science stuff now. Everything's monitored. Um in my day you used to go in and just run t- your first day until you're physically sick and then the coach thought you'd done enough. Uh, but now everything's monitored It's not a case of long runs And waking up next day with Aching legs and can hardly move um, It'll be all Ball work, it'll be stretching Different movements Now it's okay for people to think Well these players have had a programme Brian Christie for instance who was Sprinting by our own Mark Wilson When he was out doing his runs Now running straight lines is very good These boys are very very fit But when you get into uh, training that they're now going into It's all twisting and turning Backwards and whatever So it's different movements as well And they'll just ease into it and they'll build up to it Because they've got a lot of time now Andrew It's not like you can back in You're saying right We've got four or five weeks of pre-season We've got to get right in it We've got to hammer it They can build up to this But the good thing is That teams are starting to get back That's a positive
1: at the moment because of the way it works because it's non-contact the players don't actually need to be tested regularly yet because there is still obviously distancing in place it'll start to you know, become more frequent over the next few weeks Josh Mullen earlier was saying that it is a very uncomfortable process but uh, it's all worth it just to get back out in the pitch.
6: Yesterday the day before we got tested that was just to obviously make sure that everyone everyone was clear they did say that the testing would need to come in more as it goes into contact, but I think because, like I said, the chairman's got the machine, we are we are looking to do like two tests a week. Um, so that's, that's the way it will be just now. We've got days on our schedule that we're just in for testing and, and that's it. Um, so it's not a nice test, by the way, I tell you either. So that's just... what I was going to ask you there. Uh-huh. Is,
1: it, is it really uncomfortable?
6: I, I, it's, the back of the throat's not too bad, but the nose is is very un, very uncomfortable and eye and eye water. But it's um it's just like I like I've said it's it's everything that's in place now and there's a lot worse things happening. So if we need to get tested two or three times a week to to make sure that we can we can stay on the training pitch, then then it has to be done.
2: I'm a bit worried about that testing there, uh, especially up the nose. I think you would need a a spear. Get
1: <laughs> you said it before I did That's exactly where I was going as well Here we go we'll take the final call of the night Stephen is a Rangers fan And Paisley Stephen what are your thoughts tonight?
7: I, I was just going to say to Gordon Studying before the test To keep them up all night <laughs> um, So I'd I really straight, But my point is Just thinking about the, the league reconstruction In my mind A 14 team Premier League Is too many teams For, for Scotland In the past, we've looked at reconstruction, how to improve the game, etc. And you're basically looking at best v best, giving the fans the best product on the pitch. And, you know, without being disrespectful to the teams coming up, you know, players are working hard, etc. Getting promoted is a big thing. Playing the Premier League is a big thing. However, I feel that it actually dilutes the product and what the fans will be watching. I don't think Celtic Rangers fans particularly enjoy playing the teams closer to the bottom of the league. I, you're looking at a scenario two-thirds of the way through the season, two or three teams mid-league with possibly nothing to play for because they're not going to be uh, pushing for a European place. They're safe. They're not going to be relegated. and it, It's that type of thing. That, that, that You're really looking at, you know, <clears throat> it could be some staleness coming into the league as well. I think the 10-team league the way it was set up was competitive in terms of the top six of a twelve team league, top six, bottom six, and the teams are tracking into the top six and then they're in the bottom six or finding out for relegation places, etc I just feel fourteen teams is far too many for, for you know, a country of Scotland size with the amount of full time clubs that we've got in Scotland. And it was just really to see, you know, what you thought of
2: that. Everybody's everybody's got a point of view in this, but going back to your point about, you know, the two teams coming up, one of them's Dundee United. And I've got to say I think Dundee United will bring a lot to the top tier
1: Well I mean technically in this case it would be Hearts I know I know, it's a bit strange but Dundee United are, uh, up, are up in the Premiership yeah, yeah, anyway But right. Hearts, and, R- Hearts and Inverness would be the two right. that we're well, kind well, of talking certainly,
2: about here. Certainly Hearts should uh, Once we get back to football as we know it and hopefully getting crowds in Hearts certainly at Tynecastle as, as a player I think every player will tell you they'll love going to Tynecastle for the atmosphere um, so I think that Hearts obviously bring a lot to it. I would agree that the fact That Inverness would that excite you? No, it doesn't excite me. But I don't see, I don't see where it really falls down before. If you were going up to the sixteen, eighteen, I would probably back your argument up. Uh, yeah. But I don't think that fourteen with as Andrew quite rightly said Hearts uh, rather than Dundee United, who are in the league anyway with the promotion. I think I it think yeah. will yeah. I think that Because players Have come out uh, And said that They would welcome The change They play in different teams As well
7: uh, I, I just feel As I say Even two thirds of the way Through the season You look at two or three teams In the middle of the league Where they're going to be Stuck there And you had mentioned earlier You think it will make The league more competitive mm-hmm. I think it's actually Going to dilute The competitiveness In the league To an extent um, But I suppose You never know But on the other side of it as this would only be um, getting discussed, this is only getting discussed because the league finished early, and it's really to keep the teams who are getting relegated in the league. That's 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 the, that's the whole thing behind it.
2: Yeah, Other you lines, can't so haven't
7: this discussion.
2: You can't argue with that. Um, I think that if the league had been completed and we were starting afresh in August, then I think we would still be a twelve. But unfortunately for us, the league hasn't been completed. And I just think that looking throughout the last few weeks, the the fairness of trying to, you know, for Scottish football is this proposal, which I think clubs will go for. I could be wrong. It's up to the clubs. I think we'll go through.
1: I think we'll have a 14 team league. I suppose just quickly because we're running out of time. But, you know, for someone like Stephen Gordon, is that you know, that element of, you know, there is more teams to play against, more variety. There's, there's the flip side of it.
2: Yeah, of course there's a flip side of it, but that's just the situation we're in, Andrew. Um, we just have to be, you know, common sense has have to, have to come in and we've got to make sure that we're trying to be fair to every club. We've already said tonight, uh, yeah, hearts are the talking point, but what about Partick, what about Sunra? Um I like to 12, I've said that from day one, but I said tonight that after looking at this proposal, if it goes through and the clubs vote it, I'd be quite happy with it.
1: Well, thank you to Stephen and Paisley and thank you everyone else for all your calls tonight. Make sure to join us tomorrow night. I'll be back in the studio with Alex Ray and stick around tonight as well because Callum Gallagher is up next.
0: scoreboard
5: with thompson's personal injury solicitors helping you return to action talk to thompson's.com